Belvedere's and Belvedere's. I'm Adam. And I'm Paul. And I'm Jerry. Today we've got some more cigars to smoke, some more whiskey to drink, and some more beer products to talk about. Before we get to it, let's start with our palate warmers. Um, I'll just go in order here. Jerry, you're at my top left. What do you got? Uh, some good old Bernheim whiskey coming in. 90 proof, seven years, uh, 51 wheat, 37 corn, 12% malted barley. Coming in uh-huh. at $33.99. Sticker still on it. I'm starting off with a staple of mine. It's just good old Jim Beam white label. Classic standard bourbon to compare all other bourbons to. I'm doing some uh, something similar to that, except I'm not doing Jim Beam. It just happens to be a staple of mine. Just Elijah Craig small batch. You know, 94 proof. Nothing, nothing special, but nothing terrible. I'm not mad that I have it. I have several bottles, so it's good stuff. Always consistent. Thank you, Heaven Hill. Mm-mm-mm. Yes. So, um, yeah, so we've already been talking about football a little bit. Uh, Paul, how's Carolina going to do against the Bears this week or this week, Thursday? I'm trying to just get through the game right now. We're losing to the Colts currently. So, <laughs> so uh, I think Bears are probably a little bit better than the Colts right now. So, uh, probably going to have two L's stacked up within a five day span. Shit. I'm getting destroyed right now by fuck. I don't even know who this is in our fantasy league, but I'm about to just check out entirely because I keep getting my ass handed to me. Last week, last week could have gone either way, and I really, really thought there for a minute that I had there for a minute I did have him, and then nothing happened or everything happened. However you want to you want to look at it today, I mean my. You know, my workhorses have just not been there. Fucking um, Lamar Jackson, way underperformed. Uh, Atlanta, that's, you know, that's my defense. They actually did pretty well. Uh, their, their score went up from the start, which I'm surprised by. And, of course, the week that I start Will Levis is the week that he doesn't fucking play lights out. So, yeah. Yeah, I started him in a couple leagues <clears throat> this week too, and that did not work out so good. Got about eight points, I think. Yeah, uh, a guy that my neighbor works with called it rookie's luck, and I guess to an extent that was probably true. But also, he—I mean, he played his ass off last week, so let's give it to him. And hopefully, hopefully next week he does better. Because um, you know Ryan Tannehill's thirty-five years old, and um. This could be uh, Will Levis's chance to to reach up and grab the reins, not maybe take the job away from him necessarily, but uh, give the front office a reason to consider, you know, putting him in that starting position, making him that QB one. Which I think that he can probably do. He's young. He's got a damn good game. He just got to figure out how to play it in the NFL. It's a whole lot different than college but everybody knows that so yeah i think he'll be their qb1 by next year definitely if not finishing out this year yeah it's especially different when there's you know a script to be followed 
in that league that you were talking about, I'm currently in first and playing against Sammy, who is in second and currently beating him and pro- projected to win by like four points. So it's going to come down to uh, tonight and tomorrow, I think. Well, yeah, we all love Sammy. He's a good guy, but uh, he needs to right lose now, this week. <laughs> because of the strength of his team, uh, Sammy uh, at this moment is kind of like um he's he's the league um oh fuck what's the guy's name uh the old quarterback for the patriots what's his name I, i'm brain farting really yeah he, he's brady. he's the league tom brady at the moment because of the strength of his his uh fantasy team so sammy if you're listening to this um i hate everybody on your team um well, next he- time don't pick so well if he's Tom Brady, then call me Eli Manning because I'm gonna beat his ass this week. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Next year, don't draft so aggressively, Sammy. Because he came in hot. He came. He didn't even join the call and just came in and, and kicked everybody's ass in that in that draft pick. So. All right, I'm gonna finish this up and move on to the whiskey of the week. Um, are you guys ready for the whiskey of the week? Let's do it. Okay. Yep. Whatever you guys are. So uh, this week we're drinking some Gunner's bourbon. I believe Jerry sent this to us. So Jerry, take it away. So we got uh, Gunner's bourbon out of uh, Sedan, Kansas, a uh, mash bill of 63% corn, uh, 34% wheat, and 3% malted barley. Uh, it's a 90 proofer. Uh, the price ranges between 30, 35 bucks. You get on sale usually for about 30. Um, it's non-age stated, but I've, seen read and heard the master distiller saying it's a minimum of four years um actually i don't think i've yeah it doesn't say it on the bottle um but he said it's at least four years uh so there's that um it's only available in store in the state of florida kansas and uh like 10 stores in oklahoma or something like that uh but you can go on their website and I'm sure other websites and you can buy it from them. They got it for $34.99. Um, yeah, we got this. What do you guys think about it? Well, the nose is very light. Um, like it's almost, I almost have to stick my nose in the whiskey to actually be able to, and that might be because of the glass that I'm drinking it out of. It's not, it's not, it doesn't have that, that bell curve like a, um, a Glenn does. I didn't have any Glens clean. Um, that said, I have already tasted it prior to starting recording, and it it is it is nice. Um, I'm gonna have to do it again so that I can get some of those notes and compare to what you guys have to say. But um, Paul, what do you think? Yeah, it's definitely very light on the nose. A little bit of corn, maybe a little sweetness, like a honey. Um, on the palate, though, it's. It's nice. I like it. It's um, cherry jumps out to me at first, um, mm-hmm. but there's a, a, like a sweet corn and that honey carries through. Uh, for a low proofer, it does have like a little bit of peppery finish. Um, maybe a little bit of like a, and some kind of like cake or shortbread cookie. I like it. It's the first time I've ever had. I, honestly, it's the first time I've ever heard of this bourbon when Jerry sent out the sample. So pretty pleased with it. Yeah, I'd yeah. never heard of it either. Uh, 
I'm getting more or less the same nose as Paul, that honey horn. Um, I don't know, every once in a while I get like a slight hint of like a, a citrus. Um, but before we started this recording, I kind of jumped up and said I, I figured it out. There was one note that I couldn't figure it out. And it's like a, a cherry Laffy Taffy, like a candy cherry sort of deal in there slightly. Um, but yeah, the palate cherry and very uh, nice and light. Um, obviously, 34% wheat. Um, but yeah, towards the end and the finish, get a nice little black pepper spice that just lingers around a little bit. Um, nothing too complex, nothing too crazy. Uh, this is one of my uh, usual dailies or on the shelf with the, the dailies. Um, Easy, simple drink, 35 bucks. Can't really complain. So when I do a, uh, what I call a mouth breathe, um, after I take a sip of whiskey, what I like to do is close my mouth and then breathe back into my mouth with it closed. When I do that, that's where I get the cherry Laffy Taffy. Otherwise, I don't get that so much. I do get brown sugar. I get corn. Um and I get what initially seemed like pine needles a little bit, but I think that might be the citrus that you were talking about, just not as concentrated because, again, of the design of this glass, I'm not getting it on the nose, so it's kind of lacking on the palate. Um, so for me, with uh, weeded bourbons, um, you got the the Weller lineup, which is that sweet wheat sort of deal like it's a little sweeter profile and then you got like the maker's mark that's more of like the hay and grassy wheat i get more of like that grassy earthy note with the, these guys but it also has that nice cherry sweetness to it so it's kind of a nice in between of those two two brands or those two i guess styles or types of wheat whiskey yeah paired with this cigar that we'll get into here shortly um it definitely brings out more of those um, earthy and grassy notes um, to the yeah. forefront when paired with the cigar. Um, but yeah, overall, this is, like I said, a brand that I was unfamiliar with, but I'm going to have to familiarize myself because this is a pretty damn good pour for, what you say, 30 bucks a bottle? I could get it on sale usually for like 30 32 but it's on the shelf for $35, $34.99. Yeah, no, that's a great buy. For yeah, sure. It was... What was it 2020 it was either end of 2020 or early 21 um we do a bottle share every week around me and uh the guy brings this bottle in and wanted to know what everyone said thought about it and so we all tried it some of us liked it some of us didn't um i enjoyed it i uh then went out and bought a bottle and then later on that year uh we just we did a our local uh, whiskey group did a tour of a distillery down here in Jacksonville. And that guy, excuse me, that guy that came in and wanted us to taste it was a uh, part owner of this company. Um, and then you have the master distiller, Tim Daniels, who is going back and forth, or at least he was going back and forth between here and Kansas doing stuff here. They do like vodka and rums here. And then they got the, the, this bourbon out there in Kansas. Um, he worked for uh, Bacardi here in Jacksonville for like 20, 25 years um, as, as their scientist. So um, that's why you can only find it in these two, well, two states and in the Oklahoma is literally right there. 
Like it's right on the Oklahoma border, according to the map they got. It's like five or eight states, something like that. Um, but that's probably the reason why it's only in these two states right now. I'd imagine they'd try to go um, more, but uh, I think this brand just started in 2017. Yeah, so it's probably 21 if it was four years. Um, so hopefully soon they'll be getting more product out there. And uh, they just recently released a single barrel barrel proof, which I believe is a little bit older. I'm not 100% sure on that one. I haven't really looked into it. Um, but hopefully within the next couple of years, it'll start making its way out of these two states into some of the other states, maybe towards you guys. Yeah, definitely keep my eye out for it. Same. Uh, uh, for 35 fucking dollars. Um, yeah, this is already in competition with, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, as far as you guys know me anyways, I'm famously not a Maker's Mark fan. I, I could say for, for shelf space in my house, I could see this competing for a spot with a standard bottles, standard bottle of Maker's Mark. As far as weeders go, or a uh, a bottle of uh, well, a special reserve, um, because that's I mean thirty five dollars for that is is that's a that's a good price. So hopefully it stays that way whenever it starts showing up out here, and hopefully, hopefully it it uh, doesn't catch anybody's eye to where it ends up having any kind of ridiculous secondary bullshit when it does finally show up because. God knows it doesn't have that. It doesn't have that W on it. I think we're good. Well, that's that's true. But <laughs> I mean, you know, anything that shows up around here that isn't from here, people fucking lose their shit. So, um, as long as Fred Minnick keeps his goddamn hands off this thing, <laughs> we should be okay. But uh, the minute that he finds this shit and decides that it's worthy of his attention, um, and nothing against Fred, I mean. The guy's a kingmaker when it comes to bourbon, but, and it's, it's, it's pretty awesome to have worked yourself into that position strictly by the sweat of your brow, because that's what he fucking did. Um, you know, he, he can decide if your brand lives or dies. So Fred, stay away from this, stay away from this bourbon. You don't like it. I'll tell you right now, you don't like this one. So. Hmm. I don't have a refined palate like you do, Fred. I like this. You don't. Oh, mm -hmm. Bryce Young pick six. Mm -hmm. Can't can't deal with it right now. About to turn this damn game off in the background. <laughs> it just drives me crazy. We, uh, he he has to develop into something. Watching C.J. Stroud go off today and all these other rookies around the hell. Uh, at this point, I'd take Tyler Bajan from the Bears over Bryce Young. <laughs> he better develop into something. There's going to be one of the biggest misses, and it's going to set our franchise back a long time. Um, I mean, you've traded your fucking Panthers are trading so many goddamn draft picks at this point. I, I think you're probably set back a decade. That's what I said. There's no reason to even. We got nothing. I mean, most teams <laughs> in this position are like, yeah, if we lose, that's fine. We'll develop the quarterback and we'll have a high draft pick next year. We don't have that, so it's just losing to lose. If they don't, if they don't stop doing that bullshit, Paul, uh, we're gonna have flying cars before you guys have any kind of postseason. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> might bandwagon another team here as a as a B team. At least I can watch somebody play decent football. I mean, Paul, you've got the Ravens right there in your backyard. I can't. I mean, how, and even even if you don't, I mean, I know that you don't like their fans, and that's or, or at least that's what turned you off of of that team. But and I didn't like Lamar Jackson. Fucking Lamar Jackson was U of L quarterback. You know, I'm I'm UK all the way, even though they suck. Um, you know, I live in Lexington. I work at UK. So and and I've been raised in Kentucky my entire life, and I was raised a UK fan. So fuck Lamar Jackson until until the last few years, and I've begun to appreciate. Hey, you know what? He's not at U of L anymore. He he's he's he plays Baltimore Ravens. He's in the NFL, whatever. Uh, Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, and Justin Tucker. I mean, three reasons right there to uh, appreciate the Ravens, even if you don't love them. It's a reason to appreciate them. No, no. If if I had to pick, <laughs> I, it, it's I'm surprised that I'm even going to say this out loud but i'd probably once the redskins get rid of their coach who was ron rivera who was the panthers coach that's why i despise that man if the redskins get a new coach next season which i think they will then i could see myself kind of at least paying more attention to them now that they have new ownership and i think they're starting to do things right again they had spent a long time under an evil little goblin that drove that franchise <laughs> to the ground pretty much but uh now with new ownership and i see things starting to be done the right way um i just i can't support ron rivera and what he did to our franchise so they're not uh, doing anything right until they go back to the redskins there's i mean there's a bunch of petitions and stuff going around in this area a lot of people want to see it happen i just i don't think it ever will um so Anybody that's hearing our voice right now, before you uh, go to cancel us or anything like that, let's be clear. One of these petitions, the one that's getting the most traction, is a Native American council that started this this petition to change it back to the Redskins. So let's go ahead and throw that out there. Um, we're not we're not racists or anything like that. We didn't we didn't just decide that we it's there's no reason to change it. And even this uh, this council of Native Americans have decided that there was no reason to change it, and they think it was stupid. So um, let's just change it back to the Redskins. Same with the same with the Chiefs. You know the the not the Kansas City Chiefs. No, no. Um, um, I'm sorry, the Cleveland Indians. That's because that was the we don't need to change that either because that was named after a gentleman that the first Native American baseball player, and they he, he played for. Played for uh, Cleveland. No reason to go changing all this shit. Whatever. Um, anyway, uh, until they change it back, it's not. Uh, they're not really doing. It. And the, or at least change it from the Commanders. What a stupid fucking name. That's like the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Who gives a fuck about the top of a hill? And and their 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 mascot's a big red blob. It looks like it it, it looks like a uh, uh, Grimace's alcoholic cousin. No, it's fucking <laughs> why? What's the point? It's fucking stupid. So, uh, commanders. That's a that's a dumbass name. It's fucking stupid. Oh look, guess what popped up on my red zone right in front of me? Uh, the commanders. Um, uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, rant over. <laughs> so, um, how do you guys feel about this Gunners with this cigar? It goes well together because. <clears throat> 
alone the gunners is sweet i get that cherry that i really like um but the cigar brings out a little bit earthier leather yeah a little bit more spice like black pepper spice on the finish um so it kind of does change the experience of drinking the uh the bourbon which i like it's um you know i i hate when you have like a because this we'll get into this cigar but it's it's mild to medium i would say um and i at least with a medium cigar you want to you want to i wanted to have an effect on how i experience the whiskey you know i hate when you're smoking a cigar and it doesn't do anything like they don't pair together and they don't contrast each other it's just the whiskey doesn't change the cigar doesn't change this it does it definitely brings out a lot of those earthier flavors which is nice and um amplifies that peppery finish for me Yeah, that's it. Paul hit it on the head. It it brings out those earthy hay notes that I I really like from makers and in weeded bourbons and weeded whiskeys. So definitely a good pairing. Join it very 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 much. Yeah, I agree with both of them. Um, my only my only uh, uh, complaint is that. Um, this i mean this mother this is a hoss this fucking cigar this is um um this is like smoking that uh fuck, what do we have we we had a cigar that was about um and i can't remember what it's it called the black label uh trading co the last rights the one aaron that one was a big one no it wasn't that one it was it was i sent you guys one it was like a fucking uh like a baseball bat it was just way too big as far as cigar like goes. The bone shaker Yep, that's it. That fucking yeah. That uh, this is not quite that big, but it does make me feel like I'm in Freddy Got Fingered at the very beginning of the movie where he finds that horse. It's I mean it's huge. It's a goddamn massive cigar, and it's it's a veiny bastard too. And um, I don't know. It really is the 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 band of <clears throat> the band is awesome. It puts me in mind of a lot of a uh, Victorian style like mirrors and shit um it's got all that that swirly metallic whatever um and then you know off to the sides there it's really nice and it is a maduro a nicaraguan maduro at that which is something that i really appreciate it's a lot of cigar and are we going to tell people what we're smoking not yet i don't mind <laughs> i don't mind a lot of cigar um i don't I, I i like everything about the cigar it's a good cigar um it's it's really well constructed it's it's not too easy to draw, so it's not gonna disappear on you really fast, and it's not too hard to draw, um, so you're not giving yourself a headache. Um, Paul, uh, tell the folks what we're smoking on. We are smoking the Brickhouse Maduro Mighty Mighty by J.C. Newman Scar Company. Um, it has, like you said, Nicaraguan binder and filler uh, with a Brazilian wrapper, and yeah, you mentioned that that wrapper is, I mean, it's veiny. I thought that would affect the way that it burns, but I got a nice even burn going. Um, the ash holds on really nicely. It's got a great draw, like you said. I mean, it's right down the middle. It doesn't. It's not too loose. It's not too tight. It's it's an enjoyable smoke. Um, Just like I, I like it. Yeah, definitely. I would say it's mild to medium for me. Um, yeah, like we talked about, it pair pretty decent with that bourbon. Um, it's uh, I get. It, it, it's it's kind of like what I said it did to the bourbon. It's I uh, get lots of earthy, no nutty cedar maybe, um, 
maybe a little bit of coffee or like a hint of cocoa, something like that. But uh, overall, it's pretty just pretty enjoyable, like earthy smoke. Yeah, um, it's like a it's like the Batwing, not not Batman's airplane, but like the Batwing from Waiting. It's real veiny. Like if you uh, if you haven't seen that movie, go watch it. You'll find out pretty quick what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, th- I mean, it's a bad motherfucker. Let's let's just get down to it. It's as far as cigars go. This is an awesome, awesome cigar. Um, I'm enjoying it very, very much. It did go well with the uh, with the whiskey of the week. I'm interested to hear what Jerry has to say. I'm also interested to see how this is going to go with this week's This Pours On Me because I think it's going to end up working out really well. Uh, I'm interested with that one, too. I'm actually almost done with the my pour of Gunners, and I might go for that one a little early so I could go for it. Um, but, yeah, this uh, this cigar, is, it's like the other guy said, it's, it's huge. Uh, it's a six and a quarter by 60. Um, so it's a pretty big old bitch. Uh, definitely get some earthiness, some nuttiness, uh, a little bit of cocoa, maybe. Um, I'd probably say I'm coming towards the end of the first third, maybe. Um, the pre-draw was, uh, or pre-light draw was, was rate like basic chocolate covered raisins, uh, real smooth, real easy, uh, um, draw. I don't know why I lost the sight of there. But yeah, real smooth, real easy draw. Um, I too said it. I said it to Adam. I think before Paul jumped on, um, before we started recording about the veins, and I was real curious about how that was gonna affect the burn. But um, other than one little notch on one of the sides, it and it's not even bad. It might be like an eighth of an inch difference. It's it's damn near straight all the way around. Um, J.C. Newman puts out some some great cigars. Um, this one. Is right up there with the rest, and like Adam said, that that band it's pretty slick. You got like a gold fill or gold foil brick house in the middle. I really enjoy that like cream or off white color, kind of yeah, makes it pop more than a white would be, and a bunch of little squiggles and whatnot on it, and solid cigar going great with his gunners. And like I said, I'm about to pour this. This pours on me. See how it goes with that one. Yeah, this might be one of the most evenly burning cigars that I've that I've had, and and that's surprising considering how you know the ring gauge on it. Um, what what's the ring gauge on that, Paul? Is this a sixty? Sixty. Yeah, I mean it's it's that's a that's a big motherfucker, um, and for it to burn so evenly, that's crazy. That's a that's that's a sign of a well constructed cigar. So, um, I'm very pleased with this. Like I said, I'm interested to get to this pours on me. Um, I have poured it. I have nosed it. We'll get there in a minute. Before we get too antsy in our pantsy, we need to move on to the to the beer product of the week. Um, the gentleman that sent this to us <clears throat> sent it to us to review. Um, and uh, our thanks to him. Um so, this beer product is called So Nice Pumpkin Spice. <laughs> and um, 
he it, it comes to us from outcast outcast beard co <clears throat> now he asked us to uh read his mission statement his company's mission statement <clears throat> and i think that it's important to do so so um he says, at Outcast Beards, our primary focus is on nurturing and caring for facial hair and skin. However, our mission goes beyond grooming. We are deeply committed to creating a sense of belonging for people from all walks of life. Our owner personally experienced the challenges of being bullied during his youth, which left a lasting impact. His beard has become a source of confidence and a kind of shield. This experience made him realize that not everyone has the privilege of finding such a protective mask or a healing force in their lives. Outcast Beards is our way of providing a safe haven for anyone who has ever felt bullied, isolated, or like an outcast. We are a growing family of outcasts, and we extend a warm welcome to everyone, whether or not you have a beard. You're a part of a community, and we're here to support and embrace you. So... <clears throat> This gentleman, um, you know, wants everybody to feel welcome, which I think we can all get on board with. Uh, this is yet another bottle that I can't see into. Um, so that's really the only problem that I have with this. And that's my problem, not anybody else's. Um, the ingredients are listed right on the bottle, as well as directions for out. <coughs> How to use it. Um, the ingredients list is jojoba oil, argan oil, grapeseed oil, um, blend of essential oils, nutmeg, cinnamon, ginger root, vanilla, and cloves for the pumpkin spice. So <clears throat> I think that you guys had pretty much the same experience that I did. And <clears throat> What I experienced was a it's it has a light color. Um, it wasn't real heavy as far as the oil goes, which can or or cannot be a good thing. Um, with this particular oil, uh, it does exactly what you expect it to do for me. It conditioned my beard, wasn't greasy. Um, it's not made my face break out it's not clogging up my pores um it is uh it does have a pleasant scent but it's a very light scent so right now if i put my beard to my nose i can smell the pumpkin a little bit i expected this to be bad um as far as the scent goes not necessarily a bad product but as far as the scent goes because of the pumpkin spice but I think the lightness of the scent actually does it some favors here. But then again, the pumpkin that I get off of this, if it were more concentrated and a heavier scent, would still be pleasant probably. Um, maybe not everybody would like it. I do like this this product. I think it's really good. And he did send us a butter or a balm. No, it's a butter. He sent us a butter, and I didn't have any containers to split it up and send it out to you guys. Um it, it has eucalyptus in it, which is a scent that I do not enjoy personally. I know a lot of people do, so I'm just going to split that down the middle and send it out to both of you guys later on. But this oil is very good and, and 
well worth the cost. Um, you know, the guy seems like a genuine person, um, somebody that really wants to make people feel included, um, make people feel not less than his, his product from what we've been able to try, at least from my experience has been, um, really, really good. Seems like he's doing a good job and he's, he's on his way. And he's only got three cents on the, on the website. Is that right? Yeah. So, um, my advice to him is to keep up the good work. What do you guys think? Yeah. So it's definitely a small business. I mean, he sells oil and butter and that's it. He doesn't have a whole line of products like a lot of these beer companies do. Um, and I think he, that being said, I think it's the attention, you know, the focus that he puts on those products that makes it good. I really like this. Um, the scent is very muted, but you do pick it up. It's not like it's not there at all. Um, and it lasts. I mean, it's been a few hours since I applied and I'm smoking a cigar sitting outside in the cold and I can still pick up that pumpkin. Absolutely. You know, a little hint of that. And it's, it's pleasant. It's a very pleasant scent. Um, I like that it's thinner than a lot of beard oils. Um, I don't really like a thick, heavy beard oil because it tends not to spread evenly because I've, you know, a lot of facial hair. And if I get that beard oil going, I'll, I'll notice with heavier oils, I'll just have patches of like, not greasiness, but where it, it doesn't comb through as well. Um, I like that this was on the thinner side. It goes on evenly. It's not greasy off my hands. When I touch my beard, my beard feels soft. Um, all natural ingredients. Um, I like that he uses essential oils for the scents, not fragrances or anything at it like that. Um, that's a big thing that I think a lot of people overlook, you know, everybody says all natural, but then that last line is added fragrance. And it's like, well, what the hell is that? Is that natural? Most likely not. So I do respect him for using all the essential oils. Um, and I got to mention his logo is kick-ass too. I really like his logo. Um, yeah. That grabs you. Um, it's just a, a straightforward, you know, just a guy with a hat on and a nice big beard, but it's a cool ass logo. Um, he does sell gear, which I was looking at probably couldn't pick up one of the shirts because I do like that logo. And I did check out his website, which is outcastbeards.com. Uh, he had a little blurb on like a blog section or something that says in 2024, they're planning on releasing a line of hair and skincare products uh, billed as like the ladies of Outcast Beards. So it's going to open up his product line a little bit to, uh, to, you know, go past just beard products, but get some skincare and some hair care products in there for everyone. So I think that's pretty cool. So overall, like I said, I, I really was pleased with this product and uh, check them out at Outcast Beards. Yeah. Um, first thing I noticed was that it was uh, a thinner oil. Uh, it's definitely not the thinnest oil I've used, um, but it's definitely a little bit thinner. It absorbs real nice, real quick. Uh, the scent is a little, little light. Um, and like Adam, I was a little bit skeptical when I opened it up and smelt it and smelt the pumpkin. It was a lot of times these pumpkin spices, whether it's beard oils or coffees or handles, or whatever they're overly pumpkin spice and it kind of smells horrible, but this one's nice and light. Um, definitely sticks around good scent. Um, I was going to touch on the ladies of outcast beards like you did paul um i did notice that they uh they are working on get this right um they are currently uh developing uh or planning on introducing a first responders military uh veterans uh discount code um they're trying to figure out the best way to get that out and how to actually 
uh, use it. Um, so that is in the works. They say hopefully by uh, the the start of next year, so in like a month or so. Uh, so that'd be great. Um, yeah, the essential oils uh, from doing this uh, the show. One of the things I've noticed is I'm starting to like the essential oil blends more than the fragrance blends. They seem to have a more natural smell to them and natural scent versus like a a candle or um potpourri or something like that they actually smell like the actual scent that they're supposed to um yeah the, it's a one ounce vial i believe for 20 bucks so it's right up there with the basically average maybe a little bit higher than average but it, it, it is a, a very nice oil i was looking at the other products or the other oils because i was probably going to go through and order one of them they got a zesty mint lumberjack and a woodsland citrus elixir um and then they also have the beard butter which is like adam said it's a you could it's a lazy eucalyptus bliss um and then they also have samples which each sample is five bucks i believe it is but if you add something else to it and add free sample and the little discount code you get that free sample or you get that sample for free so uh there's always that um but yeah, good product. I'll probably end up checking these guys out and uh, grabbing a another oil to have on hand because uh, even if they're they're light scent, it beard feels great, and I've I've thoroughly enjoyed this the last couple of days. Yeah, and uh, one last note: it is American made. Um, it's made in uh, Knightsdale, North Carolina. Um, so. Go America. Um, this is some good stuff. I definitely see picking up some of this in the future. Um, there's not much left in this bottle as I did split it three ways. And so uh, once this is gone, um, I'll be looking for this from Outcast this time next year. I'm inter interested to see what they have in store for the future. So, um, Again, keep up the good work. Great products. Yep, absolutely. Let's move on to that. This pours on me. See how it goes with this cigar. You guys ready? Yes, please do. I've been staring at this glass and very happy <laughs> to get this uh this reviewed because uh I have not had this yet, and it smells absolutely fantastic. Indeed, it does. And normally, this uh, this type of finish is kind of hit or miss for me. I let Jerry have one um, when he was here this past weekend, uh, a Starlight, and um, it was real heavy. It's it's a lot, didn't it, Jerry? Like it's I mean, was yeah, it's a lot. So. Um, so uh, Jerry sent this, this week's, this pours on me. So uh, Jerry, tell us about it. So this week we have Barrel Bourbon, the cask finish series, Amberana, uh, edition number one, five years old, uh, coming in at 116.42 proof. Um, and according to, if you've ever been to the Barrel website or looked at anything, they are very transparent, minus where they got the, which distilleries they are, but they'll tell you this is a, a blend of 
two uh two whiskeys. You got an Indiana whiskey coming uh five, six, seven, and ten year, and then a five year old Kentucky bourbon uh with a derived mash bill of seventy five corn, twenty one rye, four percent malted barley. Um, they don't actually say how long the Amberana finish was, but they did say that they sourced a true fifty three gallon barrel, and they uh I think it took them like a year of R and D to uh get this right and um. I'm a big fan of Amberana finishes as long as it's done right. And I believe this one is done right. Yeah, this, this... is this is really damn good. Um, that's something I was going to bring up too. That's this is an actual Amberana barrel, which most of the time when you get Amberana finishes, it's cubes or staves or something like yeah. that. So this is kind of in my mind unique. Um, because most of the time nobody says, you know, how they did it, that just Amberana finished and they're actually calling out that they did source a, an actual full 53 barrel. So, um, but yeah, to the, the bourbon itself, it is, I mean, it's holiday, cold weather, Christmas in a glass. I mean, it's the, the Ambrana always brings out, you know, those baking spice notes. Um, but I'm getting like, there's an apple cider in there. There's a yeah. graham cracker um, along with, you know, the clove, the cinnamon, you know, the Ambrana brings to that. But um this is this is really damn good. I mean, I'm sitting outside on a nice chilly night smoking a cigar, and this bourbon pairs absolutely with the weather and with the cigar. Um, it brings out a little bit, of, a little more like a peppery spice on the end, which that this cigar kind of did that to the the, the Gunner's whiskey too. Um, so it definitely is a nice pairing. But yeah, this is this is fantastic. I am definitely gonna have to find me a bottle of this. So in my mind, and I've had several. And Rana finishes. This is the best one that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, oftentimes you find, like I said, uh, that it's too heavy. And when I say often, I mean most of the time that Amberana yeah. finishes is too fucking heavy because <clears throat> it took off like wildfire and people have been rushing to get their Amberana finished product to the market. And I don't think that they're really thinking about how overpowering Amberana is. So Amberana, for those that don't know, it's a type of Brazilian wood. And it really gives a, um, like a, uh, a, a gingerbread cookie quality to the whiskey. Um, but it's, it, it can be very overpowering. And um, I've got, a lot of people are doing cigar finishes with Amberana, which I don't think is really the way that cigar finishes should be done. I have two that are done by Starlight um, cigar. They're cigar blends, I should say, cigar blend. Um, and they're not, it's it's too much. It's I let Jerry try one that I had that was done by Happy Hour here in town. And uh, this this is the same store where I got the um, the Good Times cigar finish and the 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 Good Times cigar blend, um, and both of those are are they're different from each other, but they're both very very good, and they're done with the uh, the shit. What is it? Uh, hell, there's an Armagnac and and a couple other types. Usually Armagnac. Cognac, sherry, sometimes rum. Yeah. Armagnac, uh, cognac, depending on the brand. Yeah. Um, both of those are done that way. Uh, these these starlights that I have are 
done with Amberana. There's a couple other things that I have that are finished with Amberana, and it's just it's too much sometimes. It's it's not something you can drink every day, which is fine, you know. And and a lot of these are too expensive to be mixing into a holiday cocktail. Um, but that's pretty much the only way that I'm going to be able to drink them because it's just it's too much. This is not that. This is done perfectly. Um, I think. In fact, if I could say anything, maybe a touch more Amberana could be at not. I mean, it's there's a delicate balance there. So between too much and not enough, I think not enough is a better way to go than too much. But this is this is pretty close to perfect. It's fantastic, and it's going yeah. This is fantastically with the cigar. Yeah, this is one of the few Amberana finishes that I've had that you could actually taste the whiskey with it. Um, a lot of times it is overpowering and, um, I think there for a minute, it still might be there. Um, just like, what was it last year, the year before everyone was trying to go for those hazmats and 140, 150 proof, trying to get that high proof out there. I think at one point with this Amberana, they were trying to get the most Amberana finish out there, the high, like the craziest Amberana finish. Um, and that's why a lot of people, I don't, don't, don't like it. Um, I was able to help out with a pick. It was an amber on a finished pick, and we had three samples sent to us. One was just outrageous, stupid amber on a cookies. It smelt great, tasted like cookie wood. It was weird. Um, but one of them was similar to this. Um, you could taste the whiskey, you could taste the amber on it. was a little bit, it was a, a little bit, it was a lot more amber on with this, but you could still taste the whiskey in it. Um, I do, I like how this one you could. There's a, there's a there's a whiskey in here. There's a bourbon inside here, and you're not just chewing on that amber on a wood. Um, it's a great finish. Barrel does fantastic things, and uh, I picked this up from a local store. They were having a sale on all barrel products, or all basically standard barrel products. No, none of their store picks. Uh, I believe it was seventy. It was either sixty nine ninety nine or seventy four ninety nine uh, for all their barrels. Uh, you could go on to barrelbourbon.com and their their shop they're selling it right now for 84.99 and um if you add on another 15 bucks you get free shipping it's free shipping over basically at 99 bucks um so and i'm pretty sure they ship almost everywhere if i remember correctly but so yeah 80 bucks for this all day for me i love these amber on finishes yeah no and and you you hit it on the nail with the whiskey is you can tell there is a fantastic whiskey underneath this finish um it's they're not just taking any source product and finishing it to bring out those flavors of the wood i mean they're starting with a damn good whiskey and then putting it in that secondary barrel um mm -hmm. and i you know barrel doesn't make bad products so you know no. you know you know everything they put in glasses i've never tasted anything that i did not like from barrel there's i've liked others you know some more than others but this is right up there with um with you know it's the like you said adam it's the best amberana finish that i've ever had um 100 and, and yeah this is this is right up there with one of my favorite barrel products i think seagrass was was taking the the gold medal for me from barrel up until now this is right up there with it so i think i might have to get over that uh free shipping mark with a bottle of each of these on their website tomorrow i don't know i've i've had the the gray label seagrass, I think it was. 
I think it was at the 16 year seagrass. Holy shit. Yep. Yeah. That was, that's that, on a different level. Yeah. That's, that's in the, it's all its own price range too. So that's not a, a daily, but um, it, that was fantastic. It's, too. I think they go for like 140, 160, somewhere in there. So it's not like terrible, great. No. Like it's not the gold that's going for like 500 or whatever the hell it is, 400. Right. Um, but yeah, 150, one, whatever it is, it is high, but it's not, outrageous you could always splurge on holiday time to get yourself a nice little gift that's my plan that <laughs> is my plan. yeah i would i would i would expect it to start showing up around here pretty soon generally there's a fairly good presence of of barrel products here um i've yet to hear of one that's available elsewhere and not available here in in lexington or in kentucky period so when when and if I see one, I'll be sure to pick one up because this is fantastic. This is this is incredible. Um, we need to try to get these guys on. Yeah. Um, um, if you're listening and you're in the state of Florida, and you see one, grab it. Um, I've heard rumors there was only about fifty cases left, and this was about a month ago in the state of Florida. Um, but then I also heard that there was a couple independent stores that didn't pick up their um, their allotment. So there might be a little bit more, but um, I can't see it sticking around much longer if it's even still around. No. Their loss is your gain. If you're in Florida, pick it up. If uh, Even if you don't drink and you got friends that do, perfect Christmas gift, this bottle. Make yeah. it happen. Absolutely. I mean, I can't say it enough that this that it just goes with cold weather. I mean, I'm, this is a great mm-hmm. bottle for this time of year. Um, this is definitely like a a night nice last bore of the night little nightcap. I mean, it's it's a flavor bomb. This is definitely a bottle you don't want to pass by. You see it, grab it. Thank us later. And one last thing about this, generally, in my experience, any Amberana finish is going to wreck your palate. And I can tell right now that all I'm going to have to do is finish this and wash my glass out and put something else in there, and I'm not going to be fucked. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm going to be able to drink and taste that whiskey. Um, and another thing, too, is I, every time that I take a drink of this, I get a different note. The last time that I just took some out of this glass, all I got, it was like I drank some vanilla extract almost. It was just... Vanilla from the front to the back of my tongue. It does, it does give you that nice Kentucky hug that you that you look for, but it's not, it's not like there's fire in your chest that you would expect for something as as high proofed as this is. So, with that said, yeah, grab a bottle quickly, or if you see it. So, um. <clears throat> Excuse me. Damn, I'm burping like crazy. Uh, I'm going to have to edit that shit out. Kids uh, <clears throat> are going fucking crazy like, upstairs. It tastes like, sh- like snickerdoodle cookies. Uh. Mm, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, yeah, so I think that uh, that concludes another episode of Bourbon Beers and Belvedere's.
Don't forget to check out all of these products that we have reviewed here for you today. Um, you can find their websites at uh, gunnersbourbon.com. That's G-U-N-N-A-R-S bourbon.com. Outcastbeards.com um, for the beard oil and the beard products from that from that great, great company. You're doing good things. Keep going, sir. Uh, Barrel Bourbon. That's B-A-R-R-E-L-L bourbon.com. And uh, you can find the, the Brickhouse Cigar at jcnewman.com or you can find them at jrcigars.com, which we're clearly a big fan of. JR Cigars, you're, excuse me, you're not a uh, sponsor yet. What's going on, guys? Come on. Come on. Every episode now for 19 episodes, we have been singing your praises. It's about time. Make it happen. Um, yeah, anyways, uh, as always, uh, be sure to check us out on our website at uh, bourbonbeardsandbelvederes.com on beacons at beacons.ai forward slash bourbons, beards, and belvederes. And uh, I actually spent some time today and updated that beacons. Um, you could find uh, some affiliate codes there. Save yourself some uh, 10% off a couple brands. And also there is a uh, little app. It works better on your phone than it does on your computer. Uh, but it's an app of all the whiskeys and cigars and beer products that we've used every episode. It lists it by episodes and uh, what we've used and um, basically what each whiskey is, what each bourbon or cigar is going down to the wrapper, filler and all that stuff. So uh, that's all there if you want to check it out and um our socials are on there the facebook instagram twitter uh or not twitter um uh, uh, uh tiktok or whatever the hell it's called um and then all the podcast players where you could where you can listen to us which you're probably already are if you're listening to us right now so uh every major yeah, that's platform. all on there. every major platform and it's all their links are there if you want to see them like if you're looking at, listening on Google, you want to go to Apple or whatever, it's all there. And we'll start. Well, excuse me. We'll start burning up that YouTube channel really soon. I've been working on that. Um, we got, pretty we hard. got some ideas. Just haven't made it happen yet. Um, TikTok. We just got started on that yesterday. Um, you can find us on Instagram. Is where we're most active at Bourbon Beards and Belvedere's. Um, you're gonna see my ugly mug. For the picture, uh, don't worry, that'll be changing um, towards the end of the month. <laughs> Fucking Instagram's got it all jacked up for us right now, so I can't change it. Um, but uh, yeah, check us out, give us a follow, um, like and subscribe, leave us some comments, constructive criticism, destructive criticism. If you like us, if you don't, let us know. If, and if you want to come chat with us, um, it's not very active right now. Hopefully it will get a little bit more active. We do have a, a Discord page that you can okay. find on that Beacons page. Um, you just click the little little face, Discord face. I don't know what it actually is. kind of looks like a Xbox controller or something with a little face in it. Click that. Accept your invite and uh, come chat with us. Let us know what you're drinking, what you're smoking, what uh, beer product you're using, um, what you want to see us smoke, drink, and uh, review. Or if you want to be on the show. Too. 
Or if you want to be on the show, too. Um, as always, enjoy your whiskey and your cigars responsibly. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers guys. Beards and Belvedere's is produced by Adam Bolden, Paul Rousseau, and Jerry Ullman. Editing by Adam Bolden. Music by Ryan Johnson. You can find the links to all our social media accounts on our website at bourbonbeardsandbelvedere's.com. As always, enjoy your bourbon and cigars responsibly. Cheers. <laughs>